is Monty Rollin with Monty Gear. And so we wanted to spend a little bit of time today talking about camping, but kind of focusing on the different types of camping. So we got kind of a continuum here of different levels of engagement when you're camping. And by levels of engagement, what I'm thinking is um, how much, how closer it is to an epic adventure where, you know, it's man versus wild versus um, a less epic adventure where you bring more of the creature comforts from home. So there's really not anything wrong with pretty much anywhere on that extreme as long as you can, as long as you have a good time, you can physically pull it off and you can afford it. So let's talk about kind of this, the, the different extremes. The first extreme is you're gonna hike the Appalachian Trail. Actually, no, I take it back. The first extreme is you're gonna head out into the woods with your knife, some tinder, a flint and steel, and a rain, waterproof jacket and a wool blanket. And you're gonna live off the land for a weekend. You know, if you got the skills to do it and you enjoy that level of difficulty, you should go enjoy that because there are people that really really enjoy this primitive I'm gonna figure it out as I go build me a lean-to in the woods and feel close to nature and connected however if you are taking your five-year-old daughter and wife who has never been camping before on that type of trip you are 16 kinds of stupid because that trip's gonna end shortly and it's gonna be a long ride home so don't do that so instead Let's think about other options. So kind of the other extreme is that you go to the RV place and you buy a half a million dollar RV or a million dollar RV. So, and you laugh and say, I wouldn't buy that to go camping. Well, hey, there are people that have the disposable income that get in their RV and they spend a year driving around the United States or wherever. And so, they probably have a really good time. So there's a couple of things you need for that. One is that you need to be able to afford that million dollar RV. So this point is a little extreme, but it's kind of the same thing as we look at other forms of camping in that you need to do what you can afford. Because if you're stressing over money the whole trip, it's not gonna be fun. If your wife's stressing over money, so the scale of your camping trip and the scale of your equipment, and by that I mean, you know, if you have the disposable income to write a million dollar check for an RV for a weekend, more power to you, go enjoy that weekend and you're blessed. If, if a hundred dollar tent meant you had to save up for it, then don't go rent a half million dollar RV for the weekend. Instead, go buy a $70, $50 tent, go close to home. If it rains and the weather gets nasty and the tent leaks, you laugh it off and you drive 20 minutes home, you sleep in your bed and then you laugh about it and have a good time. So don't feel like that there's some sort of economic, that there's some sort of keeping up with the Jones here because there's not. People enjoy different levels of camping regardless of their financial ability. So. So we got two extremes. One is you're going to hike the Appalachian Trail, or no, excuse me, you're going to do the Survivor Man. Then kind of the next level up is you're going to go backpacking. And by backpacking, 
that means is you have what you need in your bag and generally with backpacking you're you're going some distance it may be the whole length of the Appalachian Trail it may be four miles through your local woods but with backpacking you're gonna bring in your pack what you need it's gonna be simple and be straightforward everybody's gonna bring what they need and so you're gonna probably be eating dehydrated food and you're gonna use you know lightweight equipment and you're gonna plan that because 50 pound pack is a lot of weight to carry four miles the next kind of level of camping is what I'll call is car camping so with car camping that means that you put all your stuff in the car and then you drive to the campsite you back up to the campsite and then you empty the car out and then you camp so you are sleeping uh, in a tent you've got maybe a pop-up shelter you got a kitchen your kitchen stuff you're cooking by the fire maybe you're eating out there again it could be a that could that could range from you brought a tent and a sleeping bag and all you're doing is sleeping at the campsite wherever that is and you're eating every meal out you're not even building a fire maybe you're just sleeping out and that's fine um, because then it's easy and the only thing that the wild quote-unquote part that everybody's experiencing is maybe sitting by the campfire or just sleeping in a tent and that is fine so there again you got to right size it with what your family wants it may be that you got to take a couple of those trips and maybe that's all you ever do and that's just fine um, and maybe that grows to something a little more you want to cook you want to have a campfire and then you can add those things one at a time the trick is is that if it's a family thing go slow take it easy and let everybody ask for more because then at that point it's like can we build a fire next time you build a fire next time you're a hero and so that way you're not as um people don't feel forced and and you're they're slowly expanding their own comfort zone which is what you really want I don't want to force that too much. You want to let them want to expand their comfort zone. Because that's the big objection about camping is people don't want to get out of their comfort zone. So kind of the next level up from that would be, you know, you've, you're car camping, but you're bringing, you know, every creature comfort from home. And so that's called glamping. So there's different levels of glamping. Um, glamping could be, and sometimes I feel like I glamp when we go to our place in the mountains. Because we'll bring a, we'll bring, we'll cook every, most, just about every meal. Um, we bring a lot of creature comforts in terms of we got a big tent. And we'll talk about this later. And you could do all that all the way to the point of you bring your flat screen, you bring your Xbox, a generator, and a 2,000 square foot tent with, gu with gilded throw pillows. You know, there's glamping sites where you can go live in a tent that's a lot like your house. They could even have air conditioning. So, you know that that the car camping can span quite a range from a tent and a sleeping bag to you know a whole bunch of stuff that you bring there again where's your comfort zone and what do you want to do how much work do you want to do versus how much do you want to spend versus how much time do you want to be at the site and in location may determine that too there are campsites that are a long way from a restaurant so the kind of the next step up generally is um, is what's called a camping trailer, and and with that, or or a teardrop or a pop up. So 
teardrop trailer is a trailer that's usually shaped kind of like a teardrop on its side, can be towed with a car usually, and has enough room to sleep in. A lot of times I'll have a kitchen space on one end, and you can store some of your gear inside there while you're traveling. The good thing there is you don't have to put up a tent. You're up off the ground, some of them have air conditioning and heat. If you've got power at your campsite, then you plug it in and now you're sleeping in comfort off the ground in your teardrop. There are camping trailers that have these expanding tents that sit on the top. You see those, I think those are, they're gaining in popularity, but they're handy in places where you may not be guaranteed a place to camp like out in the desert or something. It may be more difficult to have a spot to pitch your tent. Um, but that way you're towing a trailer behind you, you open up everything and there again, you're up off the ground. So different levels of engagement. Another's the ubiquitous um, pop-up camper. I'm gonna make the argument that it takes the same amount of time to pitch a tent as it does to get that pop-up in place. However, with the, once the pop-up's in place, and generally your kitchen's in place and inside the pop-up, you know, maybe your bathroom's ready, so depends on the pop-up, but... So it's a little different experience. There again, there's nothing wrong with camping with a pop-up. The trick is, is you want to get your family outdoors and everybody have a great time. Whether or not you crammed out of an RV, a pop-up, or a tent, that may or may not affect whether or not you have that priceless moment. I think with an RV, you're a little more separated from things, but people have different abilities and different comfort zones. If the only way you can get your family to go camping is you have to rent a pop-up or an RV for the weekend, okay, you're, you're achieving some of your goal and everybody's having a great time and you may find that priceless moment which makes it all worth it. And it may be cheaper to do that than to go stay in a bed and breakfast for a week. So. Just gotta decide. And kind of there's this side thing to think about with camping is that you can always stay in a hotel or a bed and breakfast that's close by to your activities and then do day activities. I'll argue you're not camping per se, but those day hikes and those going to Sliding Rock or going to wherever, that still gets you outdoors. And don't let better be the enemy of best. You know, don't. Do what you can pull off and look for those priceless moments. Set yourself up for those priceless moments with your family. And then whether or not you, you know, had an epic adventure or not, you know, that's may not be important. So don't feel like that there's a some pressure to be Mr. Outdoors. Cause you know, if, if you're the kind of parent that has never been outdoors before, your kids don't expect you to build a fire with a flint and steel and some cotton you pulled out of your pocket. They don't. So use matches. <laughs> Keep it simple um, when you build that fire. And we'll talk more about some of these other skills, but I hope this helps gives a little bit of perspective on you know, here's, here's your different options. And, you know, pick where you are in that, um, in that range. You know, are you an RV kind of guy with where you plug it in at a campsite and have power and air conditioning and running water? Or 
you know, do you think it's going to be something that's simple? You know, where you got a tent and a minimum amount of equipment and eat out all the meals or you want something in between? So I'm going to argue that there's not a wrong answer as long as you're doing stuff that um, builds those priceless moments and kind of gets everybody outdoors. That's that's the whole thing and get it. You know, I, th- I think it's good to teach your kids skills and your spouse to teach them skills, outdoor skills, and to learn your own skills. So that way, if they ever got in a situation where they had to build a fire, you know, that's important because you just never know when a car might break down in a place there's no cell service and nobody to help. And your child or your wife or your husband might have to spend the night building a fire might be the only thing keeping them alive. Yeah, does that happen to everybody? No, but a little bit of skill building could be a lifesaver. So that's that's one reason we do the camping, and the other is to find the priceless moments. So it's kind of a win-win. You get some peace of mind, and and I think too that when people get outdoors and learn some of these skills, there's more confidence. It carries over to confidence in life, confidence in relationships. When someone knows they can build a fire, build a lean-to, and survive outside over the night, it gives perspective on problems in life that might seem big before. Now they don't seem as big. You have a happier, well-adjusted, better-prepared-for-life family member. So I hope that... Oh, before before I get off this thought. So I think where my wife and I tend to fall is somewhere... I'll call it the economy glamping. So what we'll do a lot of times is we'll bring a big tent. And by big, I mean 10 by 20 feet. And that's what my wife wanted. And we'll talk more about tent selection. But And then we'll have amenities in that tent that make it easier. We'll have an inflatable mattress. We'll have a spot to sit down. A clean area, a close part of the tent we keep clean. We keep shoes from coming in. We have a small area where you can pull your shoes inside and dirty clothes. And so we do these things to uh, make it easier and more comfortable. And that way my wife comes. You know, she's... And it's not a question of how rugged someone is sometimes. It's a question of what they want. Because some people at at different points in their lives just don't want to spend the weekend working their butt off outside doing camping stuff. You, some, sometimes you look at it as fun and sometimes it's work and so instead they'd rather do something at home well so if you can make that if I can make that enjoyable for my wife it's really nice when she wants to come and there are trips I, she's not coming on because I have like I'm hunting and I'm I'm fine with that matter of fact sometimes it's nice to have a more of a solo trip and uh, or a trip with the guys and that's that's cool that's fine so I know I keep saying that, that the, there's so many good solutions here, but there are. It's not that I'm trying to make anybody feel good. I'm trying to give you that perspective that, it, you know, that there's a lot of ways that you can come, you can, that you can get a win out of this with a giant W. So I think that's, uh, that's important. Um, you know, and I, I think, you know, for transparency, sometimes I'll backpack and sometimes I'll economy glamp and sometimes I'll, you know, hunting, I'll call it hunting backpacking, which is a little different, but, and, uh, and all those have their pluses and 
it's all good and don't let somebody don't feel like there's pressure to be mr rei slash some guy on tv because that's not what your kids are looking for they're looking for time spent with dad or mom and having a good time and same thing for the spouse you know it's it's not about pride it's about that priceless moment so this is monty Rowland. i am signing off and i hope you have a uh, great day and i hope this leads to you having a great camping trip have a great day